Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. More VAR controversy, more Champions League drama. Oh dear, the life of a Spurs fan, life of a football fan. Uh, we are going to be talking about VAR in a lot of depth, a lot of depth. Uh, but it's worth noting as well, it's worth noting as well, and we will talk about this. If we'd have played in the first half like we did in the second half, we wouldn't be having this conversation because we'd have been fairly comfortable winners. But we will be talking about that. But VAR front and centre. Uh, a big thanks to Brian Daigle as well. He messaged me this morning when I got up to say that I'd actually set this for uh, half 12 uh, midnight, which uh, 12 hours before, and I was asleep. So big thanks to him for that. And, and, and It's a great show, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hopefully Brian will be joining us a bit later, but uh, possibly not. But hopefully he will be. But two great guests who are definitely here. Ian, how you doing, Ian? I've uh, been on. Hi, Chris. Still angry, on but there you go. <laughs> well, you know, this is therapy for you. This will be cathartic, and or or maybe yeah. go the opposite way and make you even more angry. And Brad, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Chris. As you, and hi, Ian. As, I, as you can see, I've, I've lost my hair over Wednesday night. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's get straight into it. Let's get straight into it. Uh, four minutes to rule out Kane's goal. Uh, uh, you, you go on Twitter, it's either uh, some people are saying it should be offside, some people are saying it's not, which for me says it's not clear and obvious, which is what we were told in the first place. It'd be clear and obvious, certainly four minutes is not clear and obvious. I want to give a shout out as well to the Tottenham Chronicle on Twitter, who uh, uh, Brian put a tweet up. I, I commented, uh, this Tottenham Chronicle guy commented, his suggestion was if it goes to VAR, they've got a one minute countdown, if they can't come up with a decision in that minute. Stick with the uh, referee's decision. Uh, not sure what happens there if it gets to 59 seconds and then they go to the referee, go and have a look at the monitor. Does it start again? But certainly that will cut out this four minutes nonsense. Uh, uh, let's have a look at some evidence, shall we? First off, uh, people thought that it might have been Emerson offside. You can clearly see he's well on side, so that completely rules him out. And I haven't got the picture of the other one. I thought I had it on. Uh, bear with me two seconds. Uh, I should be checking this, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, no, wrong one, wrong one. Oh, dear, it's all going to pot. It's all going to pot. Oh, yeah, we need the still. You need, some, you need some sort of uh, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, like, say, VAR, maybe? Basically, it's a VAR show, so I'm wasting four <laughs> minutes to talk about VAR. Give yeah. them payback. Here we are. There so, we uh, the red line is the offside line, blue line is... Uh, where the ball is or whatever. So what they're saying is that the, the the ball is behind Kane. Not sure about that. It's not the greatest angle, I have to admit, because it is slightly slanted. But what they're saying is that it's it's Kane is ahead of the ball. And and Brad, you sent me a video that was uh, on Twitter of BT Sport discussing it. And it was said on there that it doesn't matter if the defender hits it. So I was under the impression if it hits the defender, yeah. offside is void because it's a defender. I did say at the pub, I suspect that the rule has been changed, that if it's deliberate from the defender, that's void. If it's accidental, which this one was because it was point blank range, then it's onside. Yeah. But I mean, for, for me as well, I'll, I'll go on a little monologue here and then I'll let you guys uh, say what you think. But for me, VAR isn't the problem because VAR for me is the technology. And you can see the technology, the two lines there. That's what VAR is for. For me, the issue is the people running VAR and making the decisions. Four minutes is not clear and obvious. And if you can't decide it in four minutes, then surely you're not really sure. And for me, it's like customer service. Customer service has gone completely down the pan in the last however many years. Uh, 
and what you get, you don't get any help, but it's not the people who you speak to's fault. They're just abiding by the rules that they're given by the managers who then hide and throw them under the bus. And for me, it's exactly the same. These rules of if it's offside by a toenail or whatever like that, you've got to stick to following the rules to the letter. Is made by people who have never played football in their life, and now the referees are just making those decisions. I also think possibly the referees, you know, we can be front and centre of the conversation here, so let, let's interfere. If that's the case, and that's what they're doing, stick them in front of the camera to explain decisions like this. Uh, just very quickly as well, Chris Agambar, how you doing, buddy? And please get your comments into the chat. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. And he also goes on to say, I agree, four minutes is too long, so it's not clear and obvious on that basis, goal should have stood. Ian, I know you used to be a referee. Uh, yep. I know you've got a lot to say on this. And uh, you said I at have. the start, you're very angry. So anger up. Uh, uh, don't I, I, turn I, I mean and turn into the Hulk. But uh, uh, what do you make of this entire ridiculous situation? I'll keep well, the uh, uh, picture up for uh, the time. Yeah, I mean, I can talk in general about, uh, about VAR because I think part of the problem is the way VAR has been implemented, what it can do and what it can't. So, for example... When it's used in tennis or in cricket, it's used, It's looking at line decisions. So it can definitively show, let's just stick with tennis. Is Has the ball hit the line? Has the ball not hit the line? It uses Hawkeye technology, which I believe is the same technology they use in football. To determine, they certainly do for the goal line technology, don't they? Is Hawkeye? it the Hawkeye? And you know what? Well, that, that's an interesting comment because no one ever quibbles the ball over yeah. the line. The, the technology's there. No one quibble, quibbles it. The problem with football is, is so much of this is about is about opinion. Um, and VAR yeah. is started to, you know, is getting involved in matters that should really be the, 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 the opinion of the referee, unless the referee has made a perverse decision. In, in legal terms, that's he's made a decision that, if he was aware of the facts, no referee would come to that conclusion. Yeah, a um, clanger, a clanger. He's, he's made a clanger. A, a, a clanger. And rather than... I'll give a couple of examples of that, Chris. I'll give one example. The one that's really annoyed me is Trippier's red card for his foul on um, um, on Kevin De Bruyne. Earlier um, this season. And that's one of those ones that, for me, the referee's decision, if you look at the law on serious foul play about coming in from the side and using excessive force and endangering an opponent, it met all of those criteria. So if the, the, the assistant may not have agreed with it, I may not have agreed with it. I did, actually, and I know a lot of people didn't. doesn't matter. The referee made a decision that he was entitled to under the laws of the game. Move on. Now, this one annoys me because I've actually written down, because I watched the replay back, because I was watching it live. I know Brad was in the stadium. I think you were in the stadium as well, Chris. Uh, no, yeah. I was at the I was at the pub. Uh, well, you were at the pub. Well, I was watching on the telly on my, my big screen, um, and I'm watching that. They show the replay, and I'm going, he's behind the ball. He's, he's behind yeah. the ball. There's nothing wrong with this. Jermaine Jenis, <laughs> as I've written it down, he's clearly onside. Kane is behind the ball. So you look at that on the naked eye and say that's clearly onside. Now, look at that, and I don't know what people at home will be watching on that, but... First of all, where is the ball? Because you can't really see where the ball is. I don't think it's clear from that that picture it's where just, the ball is. It's just is. above Emerson's head. So, well, and we know that's where it was, but I don't think we can see a football. We're guessing where the football is. More importantly, look at that line. 
Now look at the blue line and tell me that's not sloping backwards by by about five degrees. <laughs> now I don't think anyone's picked that up. That to me, that line is like you know one of Liz Truss's economic supply curves. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, if, if, and if you've studied economics, you'll know what I mean. Um, yeah, that line isn't straight. And therefore, because claim came to the naked eye, just um, the, the law is quite clear. Um, there's not two defender, uh, two opponents between Kane and the goal. Therefore, taking Emerson out of it for a moment and the the, the ball played, uh, Kane is in an offside position because the only defender or opponent between him and the goal is the goalkeeper. And if you remember at the same end, remember the goal that Kane had disallowed against Chelsea in the League Cup semi-final a few uh, three years mm. back when he went through. And um, the defenders on the line, and people are saying, "Why is he offside? Why is he offside?" Well, the reason Kane was offside and clearly offside was there weren't two opponents. There was only one, and that was the the defender. The goalkeeper didn't matter because he take himself out of play. Now, again, we saw on the replay, if you were on the television, um, Eric Dyer saying to the referee, "The ball was played backwards. <laughs> the ball was played backwards." The law has never said, from as far as I can remember, the direction of the ball has never, ever made any difference. Mm, um, yeah. so That's Kane, what was said on the video that Brad sent yeah. me from BT. The, the, yeah. So if Kane was on the six-yard area, uh, the, 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 the goal area, the six-yard box, um, and overhead kicked it, he would be in an offside position because he was ahead of the ball and the, the fact that the ball would have had to have been played back to him is neither here nor there. OK, but to my mind, that the, 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 uh, the, the line that is uh, drawn is not a straight line. And I, we were talking about this just before we came on air um, and, uh, and, uh, and, and saying about uh, um, uh, the, 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 the positions of the players and what have you. Um, and who draws the lines? Brad was Brad was asking who drew the lines, and I think the machine draws the lines. Yeah, that's the issue with it is I don't think that line is straight. And and again, I go back to the naked eye. On the naked eye, Kane is clearly behind the ball, and that angle, I mean, of course, is deceptive anyway. So yeah, so I this mean, is what's really annoying me. Plus, and I, and I, and I think all football fans are going with this is. If it's taking four minutes to yeah. um, to make a decision, so that's wrong. And I know we talk about clear and obvious. The I mean, you hear Dermot Gallagher go banging on about this on Sky <laughs> about um, well, uh, offside is a point of fact rather than a point of opinion. Um, I think if it's taking you four minutes even to determine what's meant to be a point of fact, and as I say, my issue with this is I'm not persuaded. I'm absolutely not persuaded that those lines are straight and therefore the decision's correct. If it's taking you four minutes to uh, um, uh, taking you four minutes to come to that decision, then something is seriously wrong. And I'm actually in agreement. If you can't can't make a mind up in a minute, go with the on-field decision. Go with the referee's decision. If it's consistent, I don't know a football fan that would not accept that. Not one. No. A couple of comments to get into. Uh, Chris Agabar, yeah. Hayden. 
the fact that VAR ref didn't tell the ref on the pitch to go to the screen, I didn't even pick up on that. But yeah, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. And Marlon from View from the South Stand, how are you doing, Marlon? Is Kane's head not in front of the ball? Very difficult to say, very difficult to say. But I think uh, it looks to me like that, that there's a bit of a, a bulge on the on the six yard line. I think that's where the ball is, and Kane's slightly below before that. But mm. Brad, I mean, what do you make of this? A couple of one of the things Ian said there about opinions. VAR for me was brought in to stop things being open to interpretation from the referees. Well, and, and it's is... still open to interpretation because a different referee every single bloody game mm. is looking at it. Uh, but I mean, four minutes, four minutes. Like, like well, the Tottenham Chronicles idea: one minute if you haven't come up with a solution, fine, stick with the referee's decision. But I mean, what did you make of it? Uh, uh, what Ian said there? What did you make of that? The picture there? What, what, the whole thing? What, what well, are your if you bear with me, where I sit in the stadium, I'm probably a little bit, from this picture, a little bit to the left, probably just in front of the, the penalty arc. So right. I, I'm looking at that you know, quite clearly. Now, as a football fan, I'm looking at the cross from Perichitz. When the cross comes in, when Kane scores, to me, I'm, I looked at it, I thought he's offside. Everyone's going mad around me. I'm not. I'm standing up. And the woman who sits next to me again, because he looked offside from that, you know, from from that perspective. Then I look down at the linesman. Linesman didn't have his flag up. Okay. Then you see that VAR, and then Tottenham. What they did was, I, I'm not sure whether it's before VAR put the thing up that I was what you know, they're checking it or not. Tottenham in the top right hand corner. So if you look at that picture, the top right hand corner, the screen they showed. Well, on all the screens they showed the goal, and I looked at it from my position. So my first thing was Kane offside when Perichitz get the ball. Clearly not. Was was he behind the ball when Emerson headed it over? Clearly not. From my perspective, looking at the screen, and then as you say, it took four minutes. Now <laughs> I know it's only in the spirit of the game, but it's not a law as such. But the benefit of the doubt has to go to the attacking team, and as people quite rightly say, if it's taken four minutes, there's got to be a doubt there. Therefore, the goal scores. Now. This still here, to me, that looks obviously Kane's behind the ball. Yeah. Obviously. Now, the one I sent to you from BT Sports, uh, Chris, had another angle yeah, yeah. where he's actually either level or in front of the ball. So my, my point is, is it's getting so forensic. I mean, <laughs> they, they pay more attention to an offside goal than they would if they're trying to convict someone of murder. You know, <laughs> it, 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 it's like it, it, it's it's if, if you're going to this late, it, it's almost like oh, we can't see his offside there. Let's try and find another angle, and eventually, oh, we found an angle where he's offside. Now that that yeah. cannot be right. In I mean, in, in, I mean this in goes too, doesn't it? When it was first brought in, the world was told clear and obvious errors. Exactly, and and, and and whether he's offside, whether he isn't, it's not clear and obvious by any stretch. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah. that's the thing. I might, uh, I, I, if, if, if uh, my mate Steve, I don't, don't think he's watching, but if he is, just confirm in the comments after the game in the pub when we're talking, we're talking about the game. I said about the one minute, you know, they should have a rule where you've got a certain amount of time. So, and a lot of people keep saying that as well. So, yeah, if, if you know, if you can't find that it's, it, you can't find a reason to just allow the goal for offside in a minute, then the attacking yeah. team get it. And, yeah. and, you know, it takes, I mean, I, 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 I'm lucky. Sorry, not lucky is not the right word. I didn't go mad when the goal went in because, from my point of view, I thought he's offside. There must be something wrong with this, you know. 
And then suddenly you think, hang on a minute. Oh, hell, you know, and you think, oh, maybe it was a goal. Look at the linesman. He's not flagging. Then I looked at the screen. Oh, the screen. Yeah, he's onside. And you start to get inside. But then you think, oh, they're taking a long time over this. Mm. And the other thing about it, so this is like just taking the whole enjoyment out of the game. You're making it a science rather than a sport. It's t- and, and the other thing, was, as I understand it, Conte was red carded for running on the pitch and celebrating. Yeah. Now, yeah. one, I mean, we'll, how, we'll get how to is that. That, you know, that. That is against the spirit of the game as well. Yeah, but also, yeah. if it's a goal, surely the ball's dead. How Can you be sent off? Especially be sent yeah. off after, after the full time whistle. We'll get to that in a minute because uh, it obviously affects in greatly the Marseille game. But I mean, I mean, we're, we're 16 minutes in, so I, I can, can swear. But. VAR has, has basically, basically disappeared <laughs> up its own arsehole of its importance. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just destroying. When it's, it can be used good. And, and what I'm saying is, you look at that, you say, okay, we'll play that back. Oh, hang on. I can't I can't clearly say he's offside. Goal given. That's, is the referees trying to be front and centre and become relevant? Or is it just, they are, they are adopt, you know, uh, running the letter of the law based on the letter of the law that's given to them? Well, the, the referee, I mean, in, in this instance, the referee... He's it's out of his hands. That that yeah. decision that he, he can't yeah. go in, ter- in terms yeah. of the video referee, the one who's looking at VAR, the oh, video sorry, assistant sorry. referee. Yeah. Are, are they? Oh, let 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 let's uh, decide the outcome of these games. Or we're being told this is the letter of the law. We're supposed to do this. Which one is it for you? Do you think? Well, I mean, I, I think they're. I mean, they are, obviously the rules are that they have to go with this this. Yeah. This uh, this factual thing yeah, here, you know that that you know they have to go with with what what the machine tells them effectively, and the machine tells them it's offside. Yeah. And again, it mm-hmm. goes to my customer service analogy earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, the managers say you've got to say this. If someone complains, this is what we say. Yeah, I'm go- I'm going off to you know go in my executive suite. You mm-hmm. deal with the swearing. But the other, the other, the other, the and, other. And, and 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 the referees are getting a flack. And quite rightly, there's there's common sense involved in this. But if they're being told from up high. Adopt these rules, come what may, however long mm. it takes. It's not really the video assistant referee's fault, in a sense. It's it's from management, and it comes to the rules that are made yeah. up. I I missed the rule when you're allowed to play volleyball when Patrick Bamford got offside because his fingertips were offside. I missed the rule where you're allowed to do a Diego Maradona and punch it in with your hand. And, and, <laughs> but then I mean, VAR the gives that as offside, and and these are rules that, like I said, made up by people who have never played football in their life. Mm. The, the Sergio Aguero one, uh, where he gets booked for that that winning goal, which gets him the league title for the first yeah. time in however many years. He hasn't done an Adebayor and run over to the fans, sworn yeah. at them, got yeah. a T-shirt on, a tattoo on his chest going, fuck you, and, and stuff like this. It's in his own, for his own fans, and to get but booked it, for that. And, and to Marvy Gray, after the Leicester um, chairman died, and it was a T-shirt with a, a, a message yeah. for the chairman. And, and it, it's oh, rules yeah. made up by... Idiots who have never ever played football and are treating it like a business. Football is a business. Well, the, the other thing, the other thing, like going, quite, so, yeah, so, going, I, so I, is I, it the video referee's fault? Well, trying to get I, I guess involved you, in the game, if, or was it if, from up high for you? As, as, as much as I've, I've made some comments in, in the past few days, or I'd like some of the drugs that the VR referees were on that night because it's you know mind inducing reality, you know, re, re, reducing <laughs> drugs would be great. Um, going back to, so I do agree with you. Yeah, I, I think it's got to a situation where they're sitting there. Machine, you know, computer says no. Is is it simple as that? <laughs> you know, press the button, no goal. Mm. What I will say though about the technology is, and if someone here on the off chance someone here who knows anything about VAR, how how what technology do they use if they're going to the nth degree to see whether Kane's nose is slightly in front of the ball? What about the nth degree for finding when the ball actually leaves the foot or the head? 
what does yeah. the, I mean, because it, it could take a, a, a microsecond and it's different. So, you yeah. know, they, they want to go, yeah, they want to go to the nth degree for one thing, but not the nth degree for another it's, thing. It's killing the game. I mean, it it, it, the there is no doubt that it is sucking the joy out yeah. of the game for, for, for everybody. I mean, and, and Chris's point is well made in, in the sense of people who are making these decisions. <clears throat> I mean, for whatever reason, they seem to think that this is what people want. Mm. And what annoys me is fans don't want it. Players don't want it. Managers and coaches don't want it. Sports journalists don't want it. So who are they actually making these laws for? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I can just make a... Uh, we're getting some comments from, from Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And, 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 Nick, Nick uh, and Mark uh, saying we only deserve... Mark, Mark. We're you know, getting I, to that. I, we're I, getting I, to I, that. I totally agree with what you're saying. You're saying that, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. If we'd have played yeah. better, we wouldn't... Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I think the point is here is, is how VAR is you. We're, we're, we're moaning about yeah. VAR. All right, yeah, it affected us on the night. But we're moaning about how it's used in general. Yeah. So, so although the comments are valid, yeah. we should have played better, I think, you know... Uh, Brad, I have a worry that some of the VAR um, uh, officials think that they've got to be earning their money. And as I say to you, my my view is that VAR is hopelessly overused. It should only be there for for where a referee makes a decision that is clearly wrong, that Mm. applying the laws of the game to the facts of the matter, he couldn't have come to that decision. And the the analogy, as I say, I used earlier was the Trippier red card against uh, for his foul on De Bruyne. Um, to me, that that decision was well within the purview of the referee to make on the field. And VAR should not have got involved in it. And there's mm. too many times where VAR is getting involved in things with a decision like this. As we say, it's taking so long. What have they spent four minutes looking at? Why why is the VAR official think it's his job to 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 find any excuse to have a goal disallowed and in an, and an important goal a really mm. important goal um yeah. you know nick hi nick nick said uh you know 30 seconds yeah i think exactly. probably go most people would go with a minute and don't even use is, lines get get rid of the lines just show it just look at it in in slow motion yeah i mean you everyone's paused the video you more mm-hmm. or less do it and then have a look and then if you can't definitively say that that guy's offside Mm. Then it's yeah. it's it's a goal. It's it, you I mean, know, it's. Mar- Marlon's comment here is a good one. It, uh, why is VAR being used and overused? There, it's because everyone moaned before VAR saying we have the technology. Go back to Charlie Austin run. And uh, Ryan McFarlane's got a question for. Uh, start with you, Ian. Uh, mm. Which is worse, inconsistency from officials or how they use VAR? For me, for me. It's exactly the same because they're inconsistent yeah. using VAR. <laughs> so the inconsistency my, is still there for me. My, my answer to that is yes. You know, <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, they're, they're both as bad as each other. As I say, part of uh, the referees will be inconsistent. Um, referees will be inconsistent because so much. Um, so so much is about the opinion of the referee, and that will be influenced by all kinds of things. The way you like the game to be played, um, the, the 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 kind of players and the level that you're playing at, the culture of your game. I mean, you look at some of the tackles, for example, the foot up that used to be penalised. Um, you know, on the continent that wasn't penalised here and what have you. There's a bit more consistently that mm. that you will never get total consistency. If, if, any, if uh, anyone, if anyone from Just Stop Oil is watching, uh, if you want a bit of advice on where your next protest should be, uh, come and see me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you uh, think, Matt? 
My, my, my view, as I say, and I, I don't want to keep repeating myself on this, is if VAR only involved itself where the referee has made a clear and obvious yep. error, exactly. the decision is perverse. He has misapplied the laws of the game to the facts of the matter. And it's really... If you look at a goal, okay, say, say if you look at the goal on, on Wednesday or any goal, after the ball goes in and the celebrations and the kickoff, you've probably got a minute, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. why not have the VAR look at it then? And if by the time they've got back to the centre spot, they can't find anything, they don't tell the referee. Because at the moment, at the moment, what I'm doing as a football fan, in the old days, yeah. you I used to look at the linesman, didn't you? And, oh, he's yeah. got his flag up. Goal. Now, everyone looks at the referee. And if the referee's like that, if it, oh, yeah. shit. What I would say to play the devil's advocate, and we, we've got to be fair here against Tottenham as well. Uh, VAR, we should have lost 2 1 Sheffield United, Poch's last game. Yep. Uh, they scored a goal which was marginally yeah. offside. And, and a good, very good point here from Marlon. Without VAR, no champions. Yeah, no, I, I, to, I totally, I totally Ster agree with that. Sterling, but, uh, yeah, yeah. No, was, it, was it Sterling's disallowed goal? Was he the offside? He was. I mean, Sterling was um, was a bit of the thing with difference. Yeah. No, it was Aguero totally offside, that. wasn't it? Sterling so, was about half yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. Aguero was about so, half a yard yeah. offside. So if, we're so, saying, so if yeah. we're saying clear and obvious, then that goal probably stands. We get knocked mm. out in the quarterfinal. So... Without VAR, we might have won the final because of the handball on. on the, you know, <laughs> well, we on wouldn't have done because yeah. we'd have been in and we wouldn't have got through. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. So look, we, we have, we have, we have done. Yeah. You know, we've, as much we've had as this decision of, is yeah. absolute god awful and everything like that, we do have to be fair and say it has benefited us in the past. Uh, all fans, I think every fan of every club will go, yeah, it has benefited us in the past, but it's fucked us over more times. Yeah. Well, if there'd been no VAR in that in that final, I wouldn't have. Spent three or four hundred pounds and going there to see us lose. So, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. well, I've yeah, had your ticket. <laughs> I mean, they need they need to change something. They need to change something. Whether it's a minute to make a decision, they do say clear and obvious. That's it. That's well, it. We will review red yeah, cards yeah. always, but uh, uh, offside, clear and obvious. Well, only. Uh, yeah. Something has to change. Something has to but change. But take 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 the lines out, and if there's any doubt in the decision. You go with, with yeah. the attacking team. I feel, I, see, I think fans would accept that. I mean, I go, I well. you know, that this, you don't use clear and obvious for offsides because mm. it's a point of fact because the line's drawing. Mm. Now, I agree with Brad. Mm. If, yeah, it's no not clear, if it's not clear and obvious on, on visual, go with the on field. I think fans mm. would accept mm. that. Yeah, you'll, you'll get Which is what they do in, they do in I mean, cr cricket, they do this that. But I, I mean, cricket, to be fair, to be fair with, with whatever they use in cricket, when that first started, it was pretty rubbish, but they improved it over the years. Yeah. And they, what people were saying, but VAR doesn't seem to be doing that. The yeah. issue yeah. with offside as well, of, the of, issue of offside, when I first started watching football, it was, is he offside? Yes or no? It's, it's mm. yes or no. Now, like I said, rules made up by people who've never played it in their life. It's offside, yes or no. But if it's this phase of play, it's not. But if it's that phase of play, it is. But if it hits yeah. him, it is. If it hits him, it is. You know, it's become so convoluted. And, and if you went to someone uh, 20 years ago who didn't watch football at all, what's offside? Oh, that's easy. When the ball's played, if this striker or attacker is between the goalkeeper and the last defender when the ball is played, he's offside. Now, you have to do a fucking... Uh, PowerPoint presentation on different <laughs> scenarios, and yeah. it's got so convoluted, so convoluted. But uh, I mean, that's VAR. We'll definitely be talking about that later on. I'm pretty sure. But uh, so this has been mentioned in the chat by Nick and Mark. Uh, we'll come to you, Ian. Terrible first mm. half. 
again. Yeah. Why wait to start? To, uh, why wait to the second half to start playing? If we played in that first half, like the second half, I, I w- we wouldn't we be having won this the conversation. We'd have won um, fairly comfortably. I, I, and the last I play. wish I understood yeah. what was going on. What, what was why wrong is Conte allowing us to play so slow in the first half and then oh. waiting until half time to? Okay, okay. Well, and, I, and, it's so yeah. turgid watching Tottenham. I mean, I can understand you know, people saying Conte sucking the lifeblood out of the players, out of the out of the team. But the second half showed we can play. Mm-hmm. We can play with verve. We can play with imagination. We can move the ball quickly. I mean, you know, when you think about it, diamonds two absolute sitters. Mm-hmm. Neither <laughs> of those goes in. We're not. But the fact that we created the chances, the fact that our centre half was in the penalty. All right, granted, we needed a goal. But our centre-half is taking up a centre-forward position and getting himself in position to score to score goals. You know, means that when the players have the shackles off, they can play. And some of the football we've played against Leicester, against Southampton, okay, you might say, yeah, but they're, 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 they're not good sides. But um, bottom line is, Good players can play, and good players want the freedom to be able to go out and play. Mm. Um, I mean, Mark, they're just flashed up. I get bored watching us now. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone, Mark. I mean, certainly in that, certainly in that first half, yes, someone else, awful. yeah, yeah, second half, much, much better. But uh, uh people say, Brad, th- this is the style of play Conte plays with. For me, it's not because it's the same style of play in the first half and second half, full backs going forward, midfield, mm. you know, with the ball. It was just a lot, lot quicker tempo. And a lot more license to go forward, express yourself. Whereas the first half was very much mm-hmm. sit back. What is it for you that, I mean, Nick here, uh, players aren't good enough three mm-hmm. games a week uh, and, and uh, a week. And our captains say it's hard to play three games a week. But, and Chris, uh, if we start What's with a goal down, the first minute will play a lot better. <laughs> yeah, but, we'll come Maurice to Lawrence. Maurice has barely played a but, game all season. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Brad, for you, first half, second half, Jekyll and Hyde. Well, I, I mean, Conte said in the press conference that we didn't play with any intensity in, in the first half. So I don't think it's coming down to his tactics. I, I think but they're is not, it up to him yeah. to say, put that fucking intensity in, don't stand off. And, and Well, he shouldn't have to. No, he shouldn't have to. The, the players he shouldn't have to, themselves. but the manager yeah, does and earn we, his strikes we were, by changing. We didn't have any, yeah, no intensity against Man United, very little intensity against Newcastle and, and very little intensity for the first half anyway against... Mm against uh at sporting i mean sporting set themselves up well don't get me wrong but yeah you know you you you've got to deal with that uh we do miss kulicheski i think he he definitely gives us that extra but you know to say that we're relying on the 22 year old is, you know, <laughs> is, is, is a bit of a worry really you know when when we want a, a squad that you know is capable of of playing no matter who's in there uh I think the wing back situation needs to be looked at because we need. I think with two attacking wing backs, we're a much better team. And I know I say this every stream I'm on. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself and getting boring. Just put Walker and Rose in that team at their pomp and see what difference it would be. So I think we need that because when you've got two attacking wing backs, then your de- the defenders have to worry about both sides of the pitch. At the moment, I don't think they have to worry about one side of the pitch. Peretic is a, is a is a you know a, a World Cup winner. He can take players on whatever. But on the right hand side, you know we've we've got nothing really. Well, on that uh, right hand side, I think Doherty is actually fairly good. He's going forward, making good runs. He's being mm, ignored, mm, and and but yet yeah. when Emerson gets on, they can't wait to give the ball to the guy. That pass, <laughs> that pass to Brian Hill. Well, we move on from that. We'll move on from that. But but. Yeah, Doherty's making good runs and he's just getting ignored. Perisic is making good runs. People are passing it to him. So 
I don't think Doherty's that bad. He's just not being found. And if he is being found, he we know from his days days at Wolves, he's got a far, far, far better end ball and end product than Emerson has. But yet sure. they don't give him the ball and they give Emerson the ball all the time for him yeah. to fuck it up. Although Emerson might have had an assist and we'd be celebrating. Uh... Well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, can I ask a question to, to you two, Chris and Brad? Um, do you think um, Perisic is an upgrade on Sessignon? I'm a bit underwhelmed by Perisic so far this yeah, season. Yeah, I am. That's why well, uh, I think he's, he's I mean, he shows more, more willingness to go past the defender than, than Sessignon does. Yeah. He's more uh, confident, isn't he? He's yeah, more confident. Uh, but if yeah. Sessignon can get more confident, and, and I said it with Aaron Lennon, a, 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 a comparison between Aaron Lennon and mm. David Beckham years and years ago. David Beckham gets the ball, crosses it in every single mm. time, right? And he doesn't yeah. aim for someone's head. He doesn't aim for Dwight York's head. He aims for an area. And because of his ability there, Dwight York knows if I make the run here, it's going to be found. Yeah. Aaron Lennon always went backwards. He maybe put two crosses in a game. He aims for someone's head. It's not going to work like that, especially when they got people back. David Beckham puts 10 crosses in. Eight of them don't come off. Two of them do. Causes a goal, causes a chance. Aaron Lennon puts two crosses in, aims for someone's head. No, none of them go anywhere. He's had less shit crosses than David Beckham. But because David Beckham constantly God does it, constantly mm. does it, constantly does it. Law of averages say you're going to get someone on there. And he's aiming, doing exactly the same as Trent Alexander-Arnold does. He doesn't aim for someone's head. He aims for an area and they know, run to that area, the ball's probably going to go in there. And I think it's the same with uh, Sessignon and Perisic. Perisic generally puts it into an area, says to Kane, go and attack it. The cross is Mm. coming in. Sessignon, uh, I'll go backwards. I'll go backwards. And I think on the right side, on the right side, Doherty will do the same and... If he does indeed free Jed Spence, which he's an attacking wingback, he will yeah. put the crosses in. So I think it's, uh, Sessignon, I think it's a confidence issue. And yeah. I think with Sessignon, I think with Sessignon, and, and obviously your forward players have to have some input in this as well. I think you, you don't, as you said about David Beckham, you don't always have to go to the byline, take defender and cross it yeah. in. You can cross it from from another angle, yeah. and which is what Beckham used to do effectively. Yeah. So I think if Sessignon can improve his, his way he hits the ball, his, his pass, his crossing, then then you, you've, you've got that sort of variation there. I think, I mean, how long do you give him? I mean, I was going to say, there's definitely a player there, definitely a footballer, mm. but, you know, how long do we give him where we, we suddenly come to the conclusion, well, actually, no, he's not going to get any better. Uh, with per- The advantage of Peritich, I admit I, I've been underwhelmed by him this season, is that he can use his right foot. So when you're defending yeah, against them, you don't. With a left-footed player, you just turn them inside effectively if they're all left foot, or they or you stop them. They have to stop and go backwards. With Perisic, if you turn him inside onto his right foot, he's just as likely to put a decent cross in as he is with his left foot. So I think in 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 that respect, that's the ad, uh, advantage of seeing him. But at the end of the day, he's 34. We're not going to have him forever. Be interesting yeah. to see this. Uh, I haven't seen him play about this. You doggies playing for the Nazius coming to us next year. Apparently, yeah. well, had the second most assists in Serie A as a, yeah. for a wing back. So. We'll coach that out of him. Don't worry, Brad. We'll coach <laughs> that out. <laughs> but yeah, Jed Spence. I don't know what he needs. I, I read somewhere that we're talking about him going on loan. I mean, just, just give him a chance. You know, he's yeah, an attacking yeah. wing back, which is, I mean, that's a Conte type of player, isn't it? For a wing back, an attacking player. Well, I mean, Conte has always said that, that, that. Yeah, he's always said that his wing backs are are, are, are right wingers, effectively. They have to be trained yeah. out to defend. Not the other way around. Tall, fast, takes players on. 
He'll play know. against Nottingham Forest uh, a week on Wednesday. Yeah, you'd hope so, yeah. wouldn't you? He'd hope, if he doesn't I, play in that game, he, then he might have played at Marseille if we'd have got if we'd have uh, won the yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd I'd be putting him in against Bournemouth just see what he. But yeah, you know, yeah. one player I do want to single out in a positive way, who did Brian put Hill. crosses in. Well done, well yeah. done. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, star who, for who, you, gold star for you. Um, we were all we were all positive, really impressed, positive. and and his crosses yeah. didn't always come off. Dribbles didn't always come in, off, but he, he was positive. Lively, he low was positive. Center. Yeah, trying yeah, to make I'm stuff happen. Crossing. Trying to make stuff happen, and then yeah. that's that then filtered to the rest of the team. Uh, I was mightily impressed with him. Uh, he's still a little lightweight, a bit lightweight. I'd have rathered him last season instead of Valencia going to, I don't know, a championship club, get kicked around a bit. Yeah. And then, and then, but, but, but in terms of yesterday, uh, not yesterday, when was it? Uh, Wednesday, Ian. Uh, he made yeah. a positive change there and, yeah. and he, a positive performance, which what? I think galvanized the team. And, and how did you rate him? And for me, I'd be starting him. Instead of Morva, we'll come on to Morva in a bit. Obviously, he's getting back to fitness against Bournemouth because he is going to try and be positive. And and and, uh, what did you make uh, of him? I, I would do. I would do exactly the same. I would. I would give him a run. I think it'd be good for his confidence. We need to find out what he can do. Mm. Um, when he was signed, I thought this was a, a Paratici uh, signing. You're going. No, this is a complete waste of time. This boy's far too lightweight. And it might be a couple of big Premier League defenders will knock him about. But, I mean, when he when he played on, uh, um, came on on Wednesday night, he was causing problems. He was, uh, he was moving. He was dribbling. He was taking players out of the game. He was trying to get crosses in. I mean, you apart from the fact he didn't score the winning goal, which would have made it a 10 out of 10, mm. for his little cameo, you'd have to give him, you know, eight or nine. I thought he was excellent. And he gave us a dimension that we haven't had is someone you know tricky and nippy that can that can go past and round players and i agree with you i'd start him on the right hand side of the three um because we've got to play play kane again we've got to play son again unfortunately we can't rest these players no. um it's a game we really ought to win if only we were you know we were good and we can go three up at half time and then you can take players off and rest them but unfortunately <laughs> we're not that good i would love to see gill getting a run i'd like to see him no, play against bournemouth i'd like to see him play against forest in the cup which i think would probably have been an option well, anyway I, yeah, I, brings... I think forest in the cup is a dead sir isn't it for, yeah. for him there I, yeah but giving him three back-to-back -back games, even if you only count the 15-minute cameo on, on, on Wednesday night, we'll find out a lot about him. Um, yeah. Certainly sending him out on loan, where do you send him to? You know, back to Seville or No, it needs whatever. to be an English club, doesn't it? it Learn the English. Yeah. For me. I, I, for I me, think so. But... And given, our, given how one-dimensional we are in attack, I would really love to love to see him get a run and, and let's see if he can give some of the creativity that's clearly missing. Yeah, I mean, Brad, Brad, for you, we, we, we've played our best football this year when Kulisevsky's been playing. And Brian Hill, for me, is exactly the same, other than the fact he's not as strong and the quality mm. isn't there. But mm. both of them get the ball, try and take people on, try and get shots away, crosses away, try and make stuff happen. So for me, he's not he's not the Kulisevsky level, but he's the same type of player. And, and we <clears> definitely looked a lot more attacking, a lot more imposing when he came on because he was trying to make stuff happen. Uh, but what yeah. would you what did you make of him uh, on Wednesday and and Bournemouth? Would you start him? Would you bring him on? Uh, what would you do? I I I I I said on on Wednesday night if if it's still you know nil one or one all we've eight, we've ten minutes to go bring him on for Mora and and I was 
surprised and pleased that he got brought on after 70 minutes, which which did did, yeah. I said, did to surprise me. But yeah, he he. Let's look at his advantages. He's probably one of the fittest players in the team because he he was the one that was still running when they're doing all that running training in 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 the yeah. career. He uh, he looks up as well. Mora tends to get the ball and runs heads down, yeah. whereas he always seems to be trying to do something. He's very tenacious as well. He, he, he tracks back. He tackles. He tries to get tackling. His only problem is he's so short and. I can he doesn't see him, get discouraged, yeah. though, does he? He gets knocked down, get uh, back. Yeah, he, no, I, he's I, essentially I, a chumba wumba, isn't he? I get knocked yeah, down, but I get back up again. Yeah, uh, so he doesn't get discouraged. He still wants the ball. Still, he, tries he's, to take he's people, certainly which one is of very one admirable. Of, one of the it's one of the most skillful players I've seen for a long time. He, he, he's yeah. very very skillful. It'd be interesting to see if he does get a run of games. Whether the Premiership defenders start thinking, well, we're going to kick him about, sort of thing, mm. but. And the other side, I mean, obviously he's playing in Portugal, but Marcus Edwards is much higher, much taller. Yeah. You know, and he's doing yeah. right. Although how Marcus Edwards will go in, in the Premier League, I don't know. But no, I, I I would without a doubt, I would start him and Spence tomorrow at Bournemouth, definitely. But I don't I don't think it will happen. I think <laughs> uh, it, that's that's p- p- presuming that Kulishevsky's still out. Uh, I think, I think if Kulishevsky's while, still out yeah. and he plays three for three, Mora will will get the nod. But personally, I, I'd, I'd start Gil if it's a three-four-three without Kudelski. Yeah, I'd start Gil every 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 day of the week, yeah, and I'd yeah. start Spence. Yeah. In, before we move on to more, Ian uh, Marcus Edwards, obviously the Twitter, uh, <laughs> a lot of people going, "Oh, you know, why did we sell him?" Blah 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 blah. For me, for me, <laughs> he would never ever have worked at Tottenham because Pochettino said attitude stinks, and and mm. for me, he needed to go out and be shipped yeah. out. In essentially. Your attitude is terrible. You're fired to get that wake-up call and to, I've got to grow up. If he stayed at Tottenham, he'd have always had that attitude and wouldn't have had yeah. that wake-up call and that kick up the backside. So, yeah. for me, for me, it would never, ever have worked uh, at Tottenham. Was he, didn't he? He, he, went to another, yeah, he went to another club before sporting, didn't he? He went yeah. to a couple yeah. of clubs yeah. in Holland, yeah. I think, in yeah. the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I agree. It, it, he uh, he clearly had a lot of growing up to do mm. and it needed the change of environment and probably somewhere less pressured than yeah. playing for Tottenham. Mm. I mean, I could quickly have a Google, but he went to he went to a couple of one particularly lowly club in the Netherlands and he wasn't setting the heather mm. on fire there either. So it seems to have taken for him. And what is he now, 22 or something? 20, so, yeah, 22, 23, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so they've got quite a good, good, good setup at, at Sporting, which <laughs> don't laugh, produced Eric Dyer. So <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, that was you know, Eric Dyer. Don't forget, was, was a decent player for a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually, that this is another thing. I would um, is the way our defence is playing at the moment, which isn't helping us because last season. If we got a goal, we won the game. Now Ooh. we're conceding. But, I mean, what, just quickly on Marcus Edwards, uh, Chris, is that um, apparently they have a £40 million sell-on, but yeah. we get half the money. Now, I don't know if that's accurate. Um, but so if, if we buy him, if, do we get 20, we pay £20 million then? Yeah, well, we, yeah. we, could, we could buy him for £20 million. Now, I think there's a lot worse £20 millions to be spent out yeah. there, particularly if you're looking mm. looking to be getting squad depth, because I would certainly take him back now. Mm. And I suspect yeah. in a better team back here, back home, he's an Enfield boy, that he, you know, he, 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 he might be a really good investment. Certainly, you know, you can spend £40, £50 million on worse players than him. Yeah. Um, 
That's not a bad but, shout. Yeah, certainly if we can get him for 20 million, because in this day and age in football, 23-year-old English, mm. 20 million is... I, 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 still, I, still, I still err on the side of caution is how would he play, same as Brian Hill, how would he play in, in a run of games in the Premiership? Would, would he you know, get bad everywhere he goes to, you know, to sum yeah. up the song, but... We're getting relegated, Brad. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, just before we move on to more as well, one thing that really annoyed me is we're still not closing people down on the edge of the yeah. area. His goal oh. came from that. We, we didn't learn from Partey, didn't learn from Anthony, didn't learn from Tottenham yeah. Hotspur FC. It should be won't close down FC. Uh, how have we not learned this? How has Conte not learned this? How have the defenders not learned this? Uh, it's, just, it, it's beyond it's just me. Encouraging I, I, look, people I, to have long yeah. range shots, and eventually they are gonna go in. And it's just, oh. I, I, I don't get it. There were three players round Edwards, so one of them's got to go for him. R Romero was yeah. badly at fault. I, I, I think Larice is a problem as well. I think oh, we've got. We, we're and talking I, I, about I think, him. Don't worry about that. He, went, <laughs> he, think, he had a little bit of walkies, didn't he? Which uh, didn't. Oh, uh, oh, that was lucky. That was at the other end of the pitch. So I wasn't yeah, that close. We'll, to it. we'll, oh, talk, me, we'll yeah. talk about uh, uh, more, uh, uh, Loris in a bit because yeah, he's worrying me. Um, as well. But I, I think Romero was seriously at fault, and I, I think Romero's been really poor for the last four or five games. And I think that's affected Dyer because I'm not as big a, um, a beater up on Dyer as some people are. I think Dyer's okay, but well, I think, I, but I think, I, I think his form is absolutely wretched at you, the moment. You, you know and what I think, Ian. Uh, you know what I think, Ian. I think, and it, I haven't seen. Obviously, I don't watch other teams. I think the World Cup it's in their minds at the moment. I yeah, really yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're even though they're saying, "Oh, it's not, it's not." Yeah, I don't want to get injured. I've seen what's happened. Yeah, to and I, I think, and we've got a lot yeah. of World Cup players in our team at the moment. Don't, I really, and I went I, I, on Wednesday night at half time, which is an awful performance. I sort of made yeah. that point. I mean, I'm sure I'm really sure that these players, even though they don't say they are, they're yeah. looking at the World Cup. I, I've, and I think that if we can stay up or thereabouts by the time of the World Cup, and no one comes back injured. Yeah, I think we'll we'll be a lot better in the second second half of the season. But but why is that not affecting other clubs as badly as it seems? Well, I don't know because I, I was say I don't see the other clubs and how they play. I mean, no, okay. Because yeah. one thing it, it it's been occurring to me for the last week or so, um, and I mentioned it on in in commentary on 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 BT that Dyer. Dyer's form appears to have dropped away since yeah, he played for England that, yeah. a few weeks ago, and and mm. I mean it's something I, I it's something that has actually occurred to me that I think that um, I, I think that that's absolutely right. So Brad may have a point. Maybe you know he's almost trying too hard to 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 to, to persuade Southgate to play him. Um, probably wouldn't have gone unnoticed how well both Tarkovsky um, and Cody individually and collectively played for Everton against us. Yeah. And you think, Tarkovsky, England player? Do me a favour, but I think yeah. I can't remember what show I was on now. I think I can't remember what show I was on. I can't remember. But I think Tarkovsky was probably the best individual player in the yeah. game against Everton. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. And I've always quite liked Connor Cody. I would have taken yeah. him last mm. summer if we could have gone. Yeah, I, I'm surprised we didn't when we got Nuno. But, yeah, a couple of people in the chat. Bobby Kay, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, hey, hi, nice. Bobby. Good morning, everyone. Happy belated birthday, uh, Chris. Thank you very much. Uh, Simply Ace, yeah, 
uh, please hit that like and the subscribe. Keep your comments coming in. Also goes on to say, didn't know it was your birthday. That's because when you get to my age, you don't want to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> get you, get you, eh? When you get to my age, get you. <laughs> uh, let's move on to more of that. Uh, first start for, uh, I don't know, however long. Uh, what were your f- thoughts on him? For me, first half, Mo- Lucas Mora, Brad mentioned it earlier, Ian, uh, gets the ball, runs, head down. Didn't yeah. do that once in the first half. Second half, only when kind of Hill came on, he kind of did that. Uh, so he's not doing yeah. what Lucas Mora does. And and he was therefore, certainly first half, it wasn't the only one, very ineffective and almost uh, anonymous. Yeah. Uh, but it was his first start. Uh, what do you make of his performance? Uh, uh, he'll probably get a run of games now, as opposed to Hill, which... Mm-hmm. Well, I'd, I'd probably st- we. I think we we just discussed this. I'd start with Hill and see what he can do, rather than Mora. I think Mora is one of those players. Now he's probably done what he can. We will always be. He'll always be a. Mm-hmm. a one of the words in football that's so overused is legend. <laughs> we, we, there's, there's some players you barely heard of get called Tottenham legends. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to say Lucas Moura is a legend, then you'd have to say his his performance in Amsterdam <laughs> was legendary. One of the most uh, memorable nights of any of our lives. Yeah, as I, don't, I don't sport. think any Spurs fans will ever forget, forget that, that evening that. and what no. they were doing and, and the, where they were and yeah the, well I was in Prague and I, I won't forget it I was high as a kite walking back from the pub to the to the hotel I, but I, I decided um, to go to the final rather than the semi-final I, I thought like am I ever going to the semi-final yeah. I have to go to the final I can't afford both yeah. my bit the final <laughs> I, I think I think Moore has probably now served his time at Tottenham I mm. think from his point of view he probably needs another challenge and I think if we're going to progress and Conti's talking okay about I need another three transfer windows well if he's going to stay and do that then I'm and get the money I'm okay with that but I do think Moore is one of those players if um if we're going to going to progress genuinely progress we have to upgrade um, yeah. great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy, although his politics are a little bit to the <laughs> to the right yeah. wing of mine. But, um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll 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 forgive him that. I just don't think he can do enough consistently yeah. enough to be in a side that wants to consistently challenge for trophies and top four and more. So Mark says Moura just living on that night in Amsterdam. I think that's right. I think it would be. Yeah. In both interests now, if mm. we moved on, and certainly he's one of those players, squad players, you need to upgrade if you're going to challenge. That would be yeah, and, and simply ace Brad, uh, more of a flat as a tire going forward. <laughs> rather see Hill, who's much yeah. more tricky customer. But, uh, that, yeah, I mean, uh, do, you, do you echo the sentiments that more of a yeah. move on now I, I, wasn't I think, really there? I, I, in, in, I think he's come back from a bad injury, uh, which obviously takes time to get over, so you're not going to give. Get, get more of that we're used to, but I think he's what 30 now, 20, 30, 31. Something like that. 30, yeah, yeah I, I think. Uh, oh, it's, how it's, to be 30 again? I know, yeah, oh. yeah, I know. Sorry, it, it, sorry, it, it, I'm daydreaming there. Now, sorry, Brad. <laughs> I think it's now time, uh, now time, uh, certainly at the end of the season to say thanks, Lucas. You know, thanks that night. We all we always remember that night in, in, yeah. in Amsterdam, uh, but say thanks for that. I think we can upgrade on him, you know, use the money. We're not going to get much money for him, but, but yeah. Get, 20 get million, him. maybe 20, 15, yeah, we'll maybe, maybe 30 a push, but I think that's, yeah, um, you know, I mean, I oh, don't forget Condo's got this 180 million war chest in January. So, you know, uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, just out, 
Sorry, yeah. Brad, I'm going to cut across you. It's just simply aces there. Mora should have started Champions League final. Pochettino fucked that up. Mm. I don't think Mora got possibly, over that. Yeah, possibly, possibly, I mean, yeah. I must say yeah. the first thing yeah. when I came out of the bar in Madrid, I was in a bar restaurant and there was a big, great big Spurs tattoo to order. Fucking Pochettino, fucking <laughs> hell, you know. And it was all about playing Kane instead yeah. of, yeah. you know, that Kane yeah. was managed. It's one of those decisions that that, that that whole night, which, well, that was the end of the Pochettino team, wasn't it, really? That was the end of it. That very yeah, night, I agree. The whole, the whole Pochettino era really ended Fell that night. night. Players, yeah. you know, uh, and it affected Pochettino as well, mm. uh, you know, what happened there. But I think Mora, uh, yeah, he, I mean, you know, he's, he's had the injury. Maybe he's worried about the Brazilian elections. Who knows? But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's going to go down to the wire from all I've heard. So, you know, but so, no, I think, you know, you know, all jokes aside, uh, although the Brazilian government at the moment is no joke. But, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's had his time at Tottenham. Uh, we can upgrade on him, get another player. I mean, he, I mean, the way Conte thinks is I ain't getting a player, you know, a, I'm not selling a player until a player comes in. So, but in, and that's, in that's turn, totally yeah. that's totally different from having to sell to buy players. I think it's to do with with his squad. He wants to keep a certain amount of players in his squad. So, so yeah, let, let's in the summer. Thanks, Lucas. You know, on your way, get someone else in with the millions and millions of pounds that we're also going to have. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's you know. not even that though, is it? Because mm. from Ian's comment earlier, if if it is twenty million for Marcus Edwards. Obviously, it's not going to be sporting to mm. to sporting from sporting, but get twenty million for Lucas, twenty million for Edwards. Swap them over. Edwards is going to have something to prove. You'd have thought yeah, being kicked I, out I, of Spurs, I, same kind of position. I, 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 get with, I, I get it. With, I, I would rather see. I mean, he's what twenty-two. I'd rather see Marcus Edwards play for another team in the Premiership for a year or two and see how he goes. Yeah. And if he's still, I mean, we might might mean we might have to pay more money for him, but. but I, I, because yeah. I really got that, and the other thing is, why would we go for Marcus Edwards? We, Brian, if we want to keep Brian Hill, you know, let's see how he goes. You know, he's already paid for. Let's see how he yeah. goes. You know, so uh, in the Premiership, I've, I've got I, I, I think more yeah. for, for competition yeah. for places, if, if, as it were. Uh, but maybe yeah, not I'm not sure I want in that two, two unproven midgets. I don't know that's in, in the, <laughs> the, the nicest, the nicest, nicest <laughs> right? Oh, nicest sorry, way, nicest yeah, no, I'm, in, I'm in sizes here. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see two really light players, really small players that we've got doubts about whether they physically could yeah. compete in the Premiership. I don't really want to see them compete with each other. I want to see that they can play in the Premiership first before we we put them yeah, up against each point, other. So yeah. But anyway, that's uh, gone off the subject of Lucas, yeah. isn't it? But no, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, at, at the end of the year, bye bye, Lucas. Thanks for all the memories. You know, he's, he's he's done some good things for Tottenham, you know, and he's been decent. So uh, yeah, he always puts effort in, which you, he does. He does admire and, and yeah. doesn't shy yeah. away from stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think probably his time is up. Another one whose time for me is up, unfortunately, Captain. Uh, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, Again, mistakes didn't cost us this time. I have no idea why he went out walkies for that. Uh, maybe he's got a dog and he forgot that he hadn't taken him for a walk that <laughs> evening and then just lost yeah. a bit of concentration. But, uh, I mean, the, the Arsenal one was... <sighs> God almighty. Man United, he played superb, although he did have a clanger there and it got lucky with it and he had a, a, a wonderful mm. game. But Ian... If you want to be winning things, I can't stand Garth Crooks, but he's absolutely spot on in my opinion. If you even want to win things, we've got to get rid of lorries. Uh, you can't have a brilliant game and then two crap ones and no. mistakes. And, <laughs> and 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 for all these people saying he saved us in all these big games, 
Dyer would have saved us in big games and, and made yeah. goal-saving challenges. But every mistake yeah. he makes, catastrophic. But, uh, and, and Laurie yeah. seemingly gets away with, not murder, but gets away with these because of what he's done. But if you want to be a big yeah. team, you've got to stop having favourites and scapegoats. You've got to, if someone makes a mistake, doesn't matter who it is, they're accountable for that mistake. And And for me, he's got to move on now. He's not there. Or get in January a new number one. They fight it out. And that will hopefully... Too, too many mistakes. I mean, we've got a very good reserve goalkeeper. I mean, I, I did worry at the end of last season if uh, Lloris got injured. The thought of Galini coming into the side scared me because he was <laughs> uh, he was just an absolute nightmare. But even if you, you take back, go to the Frankfurt game. Okay, I think there was a poor pass. It might have been by Emerson. I mean, I know he gets blamed for everything. But then was, there was the tamest of tame shots that you'd have thought Lloris was trying to catch a bit of butter, you know, the ball or a bit of smoke, rather, and the ball squirmed out of his hands. It went for a corner, um, and I turned to my, to my partner and says, you know what will happen? There, there's a terrible mistake, two bad, bad mistakes. They'll score from here, and we'll be hanging on, or we'll bloody draw it now from a game we've lost. And sure enough, the ball went in. No one, no, the zonal marking, no one's heading it, um, and, and, and it's 2-1, and we're hanging on a little bit. But Larice is, is can't you know his handling is was awful. His goalkeeping is really ordinary. His shot stopping superb. Mm. But but any top goalkeeper has to be able to stop shots. That's, well, that's a pre, that's a prerequisite for being it's a goalkeeper. A yeah. But when you look, there was one. The ball came in. Uh, um, uh, was it in the second half? And he came out. And he punched and he and he punched yes, him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have caught that. <laughs> yeah, well, I would have caught it as well. I mean, I played a little bit in goal when I was a kid, and I mean, never occurred. Well, I played. I sat in the Paxton Road in the when there were seats behind the Paxton above the terrace. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, old yeah, enough yeah. to remember seeing yeah, Big Pat yeah. coming out and catching it one hand. Well, yeah. um, his kicking is ordinary. I mean, yeah. he uses his right I'd, foot I'd, only for I'd, standing on. I'd say Audrey is being very kind to him. I think it's absolutely shocking, his kicking. Uh, yeah. His, his uh, distribution is poor. Mm. Um, and, I, I mean, the one thing I don't like about the pass-back back law is suddenly, out. you know, goalkeepers have to be better outfield players than, 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 they, than, than they ever had to be. But, hey, that's the law. It's been the law for 20, 30 years now. It's not going to change anytime soon. So you need a far, far better goalkeeper. I'd love to us to have signed Henderson, by the way. Mm. I, think, I don't know if he's still on loan from Man United. Maybe Man yeah. United still have an idea that they'll that they'll get him back because De Gea's another one although so when Henderson started to take his place all of a sudden his form that was wretched mm. uh, improved but um you know Larice I'm just reading the comments but uh yeah um well, has been, here, uh, been a great servant for us he yeah. has been a brilliant he's the best keeper we've had at Spurs in my mm. lifetime but Back in the day, and he was world class for me, not world class yeah. anymore. But it's time we got another keeper in there. A keeper it's time. And I think I, I don't see like anyone that. in the in the chat dissenting. I don't see anyone in the panel dissenting. No, it's unfortunate, but I just think it's it's mm. plain. It's time for Larice to move on. For Brad, for you, uh, is he? Is he just run out of, of 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 gas? Is he too old now? Is he losing his I, I think I, I, Is there no yeah, competition I, I, for him? Yeah. Uh, what makes what, what what do you think is the I, I, I agree with him? Is his, 
yeah, his decision making is leaves a lot to be desired, and his distribution is pretty woeful. I uh, he's got another year on his contract. I I would I would say that unless he wants to go, uh, he'll be here for another for next season. But if that's the case, you've got to get a, a, a decent keeper in to replace him. And I think Henderson. I'm surprised I didn't go for Henderson at the start of the season because Henderson is what 28, 29. Is he he's, knows he's, he's the no, he's younger yeah. than that. So, yeah, so you say to Henderson, look, you're going to be our number one in a few years' time because Larice's contract is up, blah, 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 sort of thing. And then then say to Larice, you know, you signed a new contract, but after that, you know, it's up to you now to, to bring this guy through. Unless the only other... Uh, so I want to see him do that in the summer. Unless there's some absolutely world-class goalkeeper out there that's available to us. I'm not I, aware I think, I think yeah. the issue with Henderson last summer is this World Cup because yeah. he doesn't want to be second fiddle for mm -hmm. half a season oh, when yeah, the World Cup is on. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think January, mm -hmm. I, I think that's for a lot of players. Yeah. You saw Stephen Bergvine, I want to play in the World Cup. I want to leave now, have yeah. A yeah. three months. Yeah. In, and yeah. so I think January, you know, the James Ward-Prowse is the same. Madison would have got in most teams, but he's guaranteed to start left. Yeah. Yeah. January, I think there'll that's be a, point, a lot actually, of movement yeah. and a lot of players more willing to sit on the bench for a little bit of time because the World Cup has happened. So... Uh, I I'd mean, be going for him in January. I'd be saying to Man United, I know he's on loan. I don't. We don't give it. Yeah. Henderson's twenty-five, by the way. I've just looked it up. Oh, okay. Oh, right, yeah. oh well, it's even better. Then. It's even better. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I January, think, I think we yeah. need a new goalkeeper. And I think, yeah. I think, I think if, he, if he's playing, if he's playing at Nottingham Forest, and he knows he's not going to get his place at, at Man United, well, then surely a move to Tottenham, even if you're going to be on the bench, as you say, after the World Cup for a small amount of time, that's got to be, you know, that's got to be quite. Uh, I mean. Forster's quite honestly just brought in as cover. He's not brought in mm. as the future. Yeah. I mean, he's older than Larice, so so you know <laughs> he's he's not going to be there for for, for a long mm. time. And I like the Wolves keeper as well. I mean he's 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 mm. pretty good. So mm. there are decent keepers out there. Not not world class keepers that you that you'd pay lots and lots of money for. But mm. but yeah, I think we need to look at that. And and I know it's getting boring now, but Liverpool changed when they got in their goalkeeper and Van Dijk at centre half. Yeah. So you don't have to. Oh. Yeah. It just it can need one or two. Really, really good players that can make that difference, and yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. January, I'm not, no, we're not, not talking about January window. January window is going to be interesting because I, I think it'll be different from normal transfer windows I because of the well. World Cup. Yeah. I mean, normally I said, oh, nothing happens in January, but I think no, I think the World Cup uh, is going to put a lot of players in the shop window, and I think January might be probably. I I would predict January will be the the most. The biggest move in transfer window in, in, in terms I think of a lot of players will come back fatigued, well, not come back fatigued, but in March will be fatigued. So they need mm. a bigger squad to cover yeah. that in March, I think. Uh, I, I agree with Brad. I agree with Brad so much. So this will not be a, a January. You're either desperate or whatever. I, I, I totally agree. I think this will be one of the most interesting January transfer windows mm. ever. Yeah. Um, um, simply yeah. and and remember, there will be players that maybe some top scouts and what have you know, but we as fans don't know that will go to the World Cup and will really mm. make an impression. And the big clubs in Europe will be will be after them. So yeah, agree, totally agree with Brad. Yeah, and uh, let's move uh, just before we move on to uh, uh, Bournemouth. Draw in Marseille sees us through. Uh, yeah. Yay. My God, I've never seen a group this tight before. Two no. points separating top from bottom. So Marseille are still within a shout, even though they're bottom. Uh, but get a draw. What I'd like to see us do, Ian, 
go for it. Don't sit back and then play for the draw. Go for the win. But yeah. Conte, because of the red card, he's not allowed in the dressing room, I heard today as well, which is mm, yeah, bizarre. Yeah. All yeah. for having a go at stupid refereeing decisions and running onto the pitch. Alex Berg, every manager worth their salt has, has celebrated a, a last-minute goal. Mm. Uh, it needs to be rescinded, but it probably won't be. But uh, how do you see the Marseille game going? Uh, we'll get into it in much, much more detail on Monday's show. But uh, do you think we'll go there to attack? Do you think Conte not being there no. will have, will have a, a devastating effect? There's more chance of me winning the Euro Millions tonight than us going to Marseille <laughs> to attack, let's be honest. Well, um, and, and simply Ace Forster is, I know we've, we've moved on, but is a really, really good goalkeeper. I've watched him a lot up here at Celtic. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I, I wouldn't have any problem if Lloris was dropped and Forster came in. I would have worried like hell if Galini played, but not Forster. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I don't think we will. I think we'll be extremely defensive. Um, that worries me because that's fortune favours the brave and, and just... It, yeah. It, it, worry, it worries me too, but you ask me how I think we'll play. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and I'm answering the question. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not in my instinct to play like that. Um, the, the only thing I say is that I would expect um, Sporting to be, <coughs> excuse me, to beat, uh, to beat Frankfurt. But if that game finishes in a draw, we're through even if we lose. So at least we think we are. I think we are, unless we, unless we get beat heavily. Is it done by goal difference or, or, or how you've done well, we are because those Unless we get beat heavily, and let's say we lose 1-0, our goal difference goes to nil. If Frankfurt beat, if Eintracht beat, um, 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 uh, um, if Eintracht sporting. beat Sporting or it's a draw, then I think it goes head on the head-to-heads. And our head-to-head before goal difference. They've got goal difference there. I think, and I'll stand corrected on this, does it not go to the head-to-heads before it's goal difference? Uh, and, if it doesn't, and if it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't matter because our head-to-head is better is is better against Frankfurt. I we, know one... When we went through... <laughs> well, the, the season we got to the final, we got through on the basis... It was all about us and Inter Milan. Yeah, yeah. Maybe us, we beat them. And but the fact that we actually scored an away goal in in two one, yeah, was the difference. So So, Ericsson's deflected goal in that game in Milan. The the bottom line: let's not go and get beat. Yeah, yeah. That that we can go there and 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 get beat and still get through. But it's far from uh, it. It it is far from ideal. And I'd much rather because you go a goal up there, then they need two to put us out, and that's. You get a goal and then you can sit back a little bit mm. because it plays to the counter-attack because they need yeah. the goals as well. But yeah, I, how do you see I'm, it going, Brad? I'm, I'm worried because we, we it doesn't matter who the, who, who the team is, we don't seem to play against hostile crowds. It's going to be really hostile over there. You well, know, you, well, look, uh, you yeah. say that that they're on a bit of a stadium ban at the moment. So one of their stands oh, okay. is allowed fans okay. because of... Uh, I can't remember what happened, but against Sporting or Frankfurt, I can't remember. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, so they had a, 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 I think three three quarters of the stands. Right. So one of them but, but we, we seem to. I we don't. don't know which one. Well, again, this is this is our big game mentality. You know, it's become a big game now because of you know mm. what happened on Wednesday night. But it, it, it's yeah. Is it worse it, without another... Conte there? He has to sit in the stands, can't go in the dressing room. He'll be on the phone or whatever. But well, uh... you, yeah, you'd hope that the players would feel so so. You know, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
that, that fired, Wednesday up, night, fired up. Yeah, that, that what happened on Wednesday night, and that their manager is on, you know, mm. not not allowed to to go there because he apparently celebrated. Uh, so you don't hope to think <laughs> that they would go take that on the pitch, you know, and and you know, it, it, it's yeah, it's I I do worry. I, I'm I'm I've gone to my worrying about Tottenham stage now. I was so confident at the start of the season, but <laughs> results at Arsenal, and the results at Man United, and the results against Newcastle at home. I, I yeah, I, I'm sort of slowly, I'm slowly. On a downward yeah. spiral, so I've got to the I can't see us winning any game mentality now. So yeah, so, yeah. yeah or away from home anyway. So yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm well, I'm worried sim- about that game. Simply Asia said we'll go one nil down to Marseille. Attack with ten minutes to go. Score a goal from here. We'll be <laughs> I won't care. But, I'll, ta- yeah. I'll take that. He, he yeah. says, watch this comment. You heard it here first, Bobby K. Uh, <laughs> score first, Chris. We yeah. should try that. Tactic. We tried it once. Yeah, yeah. We did all right. We did all right. I think it was Terry Neal once, whether he was managing us at the time uh, or whatever. But with his typical Irish logic, said if we could score, but if we could only equalise before the other team scored, we'd be in. <laughs> business and uh, it's the same sort of comment you know there what, as you know what, I used to years ago when we used to concede a lot of goals I used to think whenever we went one nil out I thought well at least we've got to draw out this game <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm getting yeah. to feel that way now I'm getting to feel that way if now if ever okay. one nil to the Tottenham yeah it would, yeah. would be a lovely chant I mean, yeah, that, that game's Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday night, yeah. away to Bournemouth. Uh, how will it pan out in the predictions? We've said uh, a, a Spence Hill to start for us, but whether that's the case or not, I don't yeah. know. Uh, we should be attacking these the, this team as well. I mean, talk yeah. about VAR, uh, their game against West Ham. VAR basically lost them the game in that one. Uh, Ridiculous decisions there. Uh, uh, West Ham fans have the cheek to say VAR is corrupt. Aren't you allowed anyways. to catch the ball when you're in the penalty? I thought you were allowed uh, to catch the ball when you're in well, the penalty. Well, you are apparently because it's yeah, a different yeah, phase yeah. of play if it happens yeah. two seconds later. Yeah. But any, anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bournemouth, how, how will that pan out for you, Ian? Uh, Saturday, three o'clock. Yeah. Uh, three o'clock will we attack? Three. Will we not? Uh, I wonder what he'll play. I mean, one thing I'm, you know, the players that would have taken a lot out of them mentally as well as physically on uh, on on Wednesday night. Of course, Bournemouth aren't playing midweek, so that makes it easy. One thing I noticed, uh, I don't know if anybody watched the Arsenal Southampton game. If I I put a comment on the on our Tottenham Creatures chat on uh, on on WhatsApp about uh, how good Arsenal looked. But in the second half, they were really, having played on the Thursday night, they looked really, really leggy. Mm. Um, and I'm, the, the, the fitness people are going to have to work out what team, who needs a rest, does anybody need a rest, can we risk playing a slightly weaker team to get the best mm. team to get the result well, well, on, on well, Sometimes Tuesday. that fires people up, doesn't it? Uh, uh, just before we move on, just quickly from Bobby Kay, uh, yeah. give Ian my phone number. Ian, need to get you and Brad on the show if you guys are up mm. for it. Okay. I'm yep. sure yep. I, Bobby, have I not got you on Facebook? But yeah, sure. If you pass my number on, Bobby, that's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do that, Bobby. Yeah, uh, happily yeah, do sorry. that. Sorry to yeah. <laughs> For yeah. other shows when we're talking about Bournemouth, how dare you, Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, look, I, I'd love to see us go there, win 2-3-0. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'd probably take a draw at the moment. I'm just not sure how they'll yeah. react. I uh, think when, uh, Wednesday yeah. night would have taken what, a lot what, out of them. Brad, the... any, any chance that Wednesday has made them angry, fired them up, going bollocks? We hope that Wednesday night against Man United would have made them angry, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, but then then it's like, you know, someone says, oh, I mean, it's the old question. Will it be a wake up call? Well, no, the only wake up call you should have is when your alarm clock goes off in the morning. That's the only wake up. Call. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, oh, hang on. We, oh, we got to win these games. Oh, shit. We didn't know that. Uh, 
Yeah, so I, 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 I yeah, I, 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 what's Bournemouth's form been like recently? I'm not sure. Let me quickly look yeah. on BBC. Uh, because I know that, I mean, obviously, you'd want to play the team that lost 9 to Anfield, but as yeah. most teams Tottenham play, we never we never seem to play teams when they're really badly informed. We only seem to play them when they're suddenly recovering. Yeah. For, form uh, is uh, last five in the league, drawn hmm. one, drawn, lost, lost. Who, who against? Who against? Yeah, it doesn't well, Arsenal, Man United, Newcastle. No, it doesn't say, I'm afraid. I'll have a look at the fixtures. Hang on. Right. So, so where are they in the table? So yeah, so uh, drawn uh, Brentford. I haven't got the first win. Uh, drawn Brentford, 0-0 at home. Beat Leicester at home. That was before Leicester's resurgence. Drew away 2 all with Fulham. Lost 1-0 at home to Southampton. And then that West Ham game where... So it's all up and down, really, isn't it? Up and down, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look, look, let's let's let's, let's be straight about this. The team that Tottenham can put any 11 out from their squad and we should be beating Bournemouth. You know, let, 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 let's let's put out, you know, and then that's not being arrogant. It's just, it's just a fact. We've got better players than Bournemouth have. But unfortunately, you don't win the game on paper, as they say, so... Yeah. yeah, it's going to see how we, yeah, mentally, physically. I mean, I'm sure the sports scientists at, at Hotspur Way have, have got all the facts and figures to see who's yeah. fit, who's not. Uh, that said, going back to my, you know, I wanted to see Brian Hill start. Well, he's one who's not going to be affected by oh. fitness, is he? You know, so. Fun, yeah. Funnily enough, the Athletic, I just flashed up. The Athletic apparently are running a story that Brian Hill is ready to be unleashed on the Premier League. I would love. I, would, I mean, that's the other thing as well with, the, with your Spences, with your, your uh, Skip potentially, but certainly uh, mm. Hill. They should be fired up to want to get into this team, and yeah. then, you know, this is a chance yeah. against the team who we've just seen aren't on scintillating mm. form. We are away from home, but aren't on scintillating form, but. Unleash them. Give that. Show me what you can do. You want to get into this team? Show me what you can do. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just reading this what he's got. Yeah. I, think he's, yeah. I think I've got a message from you as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll, so, I'll, just I'll, I'll be in touch, Bobby. I'm, I'm going to go and see yeah. my, my my daughter and her baby after this, but uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll be in I'll be in touch. Love to be yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably out tonight, Bobby. So if it's tonight, yeah. I might be able to, but. No, I'm out so, tonight as well. Yeah. I'm going, yeah. so, I'm... so in answer to your question, Bobby, Ian's a yes, Brad can't be bothered. Right, let's move. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I think, I'm, as the song says, I'm turning Japanese tonight. So <laughs> a really good yeah. Jap- award-winning Japanese in the next village. So yeah. going to head up there. Yeah, but yeah, Brad, uh, these players, a chance to, you know, show what you can do, try and force yeah, your way into look, the team. I mean, I, that's, I, what I, I, have, you, that's what you've got to have. You've got to have a, yeah. a mentality and a, a yeah. realisation in your team that if you play well in training, play well in games, you will get into this team. Exactly the okay. same way that uh, I think it was simply Ace uh, when Morva got dropped for the Champions League final. Sends out a message. You do whatever you want mm. in games. You ain't playing if someone better than you is in a team who's yeah. out of form. Uh, yeah. You've got to have that. You've got to give these people a chance. We've given Emerson a... Twenty-five chances uh, enough for uh, to share yeah. twenty cats. <laughs> um, yeah. Doherty has been given a chance. Jeff I mean, let's, let's, face it. let's see what he can do. Let's face it. Brian Brian Hill has played in in uh, the under 19s uh, World Cup final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, he's, he's played in big games. I, I don't I don't think he'll be affected by wherever we're playing. I think he'll do his best. And and yeah. he does, he seems to be quite a very confident player in his own ability. 
Mm. So I, 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 I think Jed uh, Spence is as well. I think he yeah, will always yeah. go forward. Because, and, and he's got a terrific engine as well in terms yeah, of similar yeah, to I'll... Walker and Rose, like you mentioned earlier. Go forward, yeah. yes, but can spin back and he's quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. So but yeah, I, give I, them I mean, a go. I'm, unleash yeah. them. And that, that will allow us to attack as well. And, and I just don't think Conte will do it. I think he's too stubborn with, with things like that. Well, and that that's I, I, I'm not even so sure it's stubbornness. I think it's he doesn't... He do, he's got a problem with trusting players. I think he, he wants how to be 100% could, sure. Yeah, yeah. How do you know if you can trust players if you don't put them in well, the yeah, I totally agree. But I think as Conte, I think it's not... I don't think he's being stubborn. I think he, he's generally got this... He, I mean, he's always one... Even when the transfer window, you know, he wanted players in that, that can hit the ground running. I think he's still the same way. So I think he needs yeah. to be really convinced by players... Uh, before giving them a go, but no, I, I, I'm with you guys. I think I think Gil should and Spence should just start on Saturday. Yeah, what have we got I to mean, lose? What have we got to lose? Yeah, I mean, you know, Bobby says if he if we can give Hill a chance, a player we try to get rid of, sure. Then I can't understand why Spence doesn't get minutes. Frustrated yeah. for the kid. Uh, yeah. Same yeah. here. Same here. I, I mean, I'd I'm love a big, to see them get I'm a, a big Skip fan. Uh, I really like Ollie Skip, but how how do I know how well he's coming on because he doesn't get a game? Well, the um, thing yeah. is, yeah, I mean that, that's a good point, Ian, because. With Marseille is on Tuesday. Yeah, Saturday so a, and Tuesday. If they, and that, that is like a, a win all, you know, they've already described it as a cup final. So mm. so you'd, you'd, you'd like to think that you'd have players like Gil, Spence, Skip, Basuma get in the game to rest the other players for, for Tuesday. Cause so, yeah, because yeah. of course Marseille can get through. If they beat us, they, they go ahead of us. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is the point. Um yeah, well, that might be. We might have to sacrifice tomorrow and mm. see what these boys can do. Bournemouth yeah. are not world beaters. No, it's, it's, not, it, it, it's not like we're playing at Man City tomorrow, is it? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. You just yeah. don't want to be playing into the hands of these teams going, oh, God, Kane's son, if they attack us, we're in trouble. Well, oh, well, well, they're sitting back, they're sitting back, they're sitting back. Mm. You let them off. You let them off. Yeah, you let them off the leash. Go do it. Yeah, Show yeah. us what you can yeah. do. But, yeah, uh, so for me... I mean, it, it depends on how we start but <laughs> and, and how we're going to play. If we're going to be defensive, I could see it being a real tough one, a draw, possibly mm. even a loss. But if, if we attack, I can't see Bournemouth being able to cope with it. Kane and Son are going to play, obviously. The hope mm. is that you can get a few goals up, 60 minutes, take one of them off for like more or somewhere like that and give them a rest mm. for the Marseille game. But uh, if, let's, if let's... we attack, I can't mm. see Bournemouth... Uh, we'll start with you, Brad. Uh, predictions for the game. <laughs> uh, you can laugh all you want, but we're not leaving here until you give me a prediction. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I want to. I want to win it. I want to win it. I want to win it. I, I've got a feeling it's going to be a draw. I, I, I just, I'm not confident in us at the moment. I know that we can get better, and I, I really think that might happen after the World Cup. I think we might. Yeah. I think there are players there that are subconsciously thinking about the World Cup. Uh, and 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 also when you play these teams like and I no disrespect to Bournemouth, Tottenham are still a big draw, are still a big team for these these teams to have. You know, we, you know, we're still a, a big club in that capacity. That oh, we got Tottenham this week. You know, we're still a big draw in that, that capacity. So so they'll be up for it as most teams that players are. We'll see. And them possibly be. angry after that West Ham nonsense. With well, the yeah, goals, yeah, yeah. They'll have the they'll have the crowd behind them. It's quite a small pitch, so you you know got the crowd on top of you. Uh, although, again, you know, I think someone made the point actually. And not Cheers only, for not watching Bobby Cairn in the comments. And yes, the Bobby. Like as well. yeah. uh, Take care, Bobby. Be in touch. Someone made the comment about, uh, about uh, not, not the Bournemouth game, but the Marseille game about big crowds and that. So, well, Bentacore and Romero 
have, have come from like South America. You know, you won't get any more hostile crowds than there. So they, they should be used yeah. to it, really. You know, so yeah. so yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, anyone in the chat. I'm just I've just gone back into my depression. Oh, you're not the you're not the only one. Simply a uh, simply ace here. Uh, don't get me wrong, Conte is a great manager. He's refused to give players a chance. Will cost us this season. Mm. We've been far too negative. And then he goes on to say one nil to Bournemouth. <laughs> Hope I'm bloody wrong. And then he well, says, yeah, yeah. I said Newcastle will beat us two one. Like, this is no time for bragging about losses. <laughs> well, would that not um, be three but, defeats but then, on the bounce? Wouldn't yeah. it in the league? Yeah. If we attack good. Bournemouth, then we win. If not, we will lose. Is what he Probably says. Agree Ian, with prediction, that. predictions from you. Score predictions. Two. No, I don't want to get. I don't like giving score predictions. No. But uh... yeah, two one Spurs, Ian. I didn't say that. I just said two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very strange, isn't it? It's at the start of the yeah. season, you know, uh, uh, walloping Southampton, somehow managing a draw against Chelsea. I can't remember what the second, uh, third game was. I think it was a win. Oh, Wolves, wasn't it? I think. Well, if I if I can't if I can't get a game on 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 some in, some dodgy internet connection, I'll probably watch yeah. one of the watchalongs and sit there. Uh, it's interesting how the uh, faces going. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how the early optimism has now come to, to this pessimism. And was... That's because of the way we play, the, the negative play. And, and 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 people will argue and say, oh, you know, you know his style of play is negative. But I've said time and time again, you can have a negative style of play, but a positive attitude and positive mentality. Mm. That mm. Man United game seemed to me, don't that lose was, this. Don't just... lose this. Knocked us out, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and we had a negative style of play in that second half against Sporting in the sense that it's still Conte's style of play, but we were positive. And, and I yeah. think just be positive. You can keep that style the, of play. The, the, the only different, the difference I will, will point out about the Sporting game was, which I didn't see in the Newcastle game, when we got the goal back in the Newcastle game, there was still yeah, half, over half an hour to go. Yeah, we and didn't do anything. In my mind, yeah, that goal should have been under siege for that. Yeah, and yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, yeah. against Sporting in the second half, the, yeah. the goal was under siege for a fair, you know, a bit. But yeah, yeah it's. But you shouldn't be in that position. No, I, I was at exactly the same point with you. That was the uh, the Leicester game. Was the last we, we we played Leicester, and then we was it Man United away after Leicester or Iron Frank Frankfurt? Yeah, I can't remember now. So yeah. if you look at from the Leicester game, we Brighton was before those away, which we won. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. The last game we went a goal up it might have been the Brighton game actually because we went a goal down against Leicester. But we haven't scored the first goal for a long, long time, and it's it's become a bit of a habit yeah, now. It's almost been like Kulusevski's injured. We're fucked now. We have got no one. Which, Hopefully, Barn Hill yeah. is the answer until he comes back, and then <laughs> and then there's a bit of competition for places between the two. But uh, mm. remains to be seen. But we have to beat Bournemouth, and then Marseille game next week is absolutely huge. I just hope that there's a bit of a we should be through here now. We're angry. We're gonna go and. Kill this team and hopefully, make sure yeah, hopefully, through. hopefully, hopefully that's the case. But uh, that'll be for Monday's show, and hopefully it'll be a positive show with a win over Bournemouth as well. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we're pretty much finished now uh, for today. Anyway, looking at the VAR, <laughs> VAR assholes. It's the VARS, it's VARS virus, the VARS yeah, virus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you to everybody in the chat who's uh, uh, contributed to the show. Really appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, hit that like. And if you haven't done so already, hit subscribe. We're closing up on 300. Uh, if you like a bit of magic, go to my uh, uh, secondary channel, Chris's Magic. That's a, a trick every Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Closing on 50 subscribers there. Be great to uh, 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 get up to 50 as well. 
and please hit thanks. subscribe there. Mr. Ian, uh, Ian uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know you don't have a channel yourself, but uh, yeah. if you watch any Spurs channels, likelihood is at some point in the week you will see Ian. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, mean, I do what I can. I haven't. I, I mean, I do Tommy's occasionally, do Marlon's uh, interviews after the game. I haven't done Eugene's for a while, and no, it's just no. whenever he's been on, I haven't been around. Um, so yeah. I, I need to go back with. I need to go back and back on uh, um, Spurs Eurasian TV. I, I really enjoy that one as well. So yeah, that's another yeah. one I enjoy doing. So yeah, I'll get Eugene's back on that right. maybe on on Sunday afternoon or something. I'll check. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ian's uh, Twitter handle there at Shaggy1712 uh, is in the description as well. So make sure you give him a follow there and then you'll be getting a tweet on what show yeah. he's on. Always get uh, one back. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Likewise, Vlad, thanks so much for coming on again. And Blue Sofa Songs, your YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, tell people a bit about that. Blue Sofa Songs, uh, if you want to see a, see a guy trying to try his best to sing and play <laughs> guitar, then this is, this is your... Uh, your channel uh i mean it's just it's my own songs i write the lyrics i write the music i think the songs in themselves are, are fairly okay uh oh, just, I, yeah, I really uh, like it they're great songs yeah there's a one one out today uh at five o'clock uh you can get on if you if you search for blue sofa songs on youtube or even my name uh and and avoid the shark the shark guy and the wrestler that's not me <laughs> uh, but uh and then on twitter i put them on twitter as well as a so for songs you can see in, in the handle there. But uh, yeah, if you'd like to click a like and subscribe, that helps uh, helps me grow. And uh, Brad, it, I wrote a song in the week, by the way. I should have said, yeah. And the lyrics are fairly straightforward. It goes, "Fuck VAR." <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah. I mean, I, I the songwriting process. I think, is quite I think you might be. I think you might be find, finding yourself in breach of copyright there. But yeah, I think uh, I think Ben on on We Are Tottenham TV uh, he made a thing about oh that game was varsical. This is a couple of yeah. weeks ago, and I, I thought oh there's a song there. So so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, please if you'd like to have a have a look and uh, you know even if you just just let the song play through, go and make a cup of coffee if you not you know and click the like and subscribe <laughs> doesn't doesn't cost you anything. Uh, and there actually, I think there is somewhere there's a notification bell if you're really that keen, you know. So, um, so yeah, but so uh, yeah, it's just me trying to make some sort of sense out of the world and uh, my experiences and that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, hopefully, if you could click on there and have a look, and you might might like it. Yeah, and also, brilliant channel. Also, also look at Chris's magic. It's not Chris is magic, which of course he is, but it's Chris's oh, magic. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Chris's magic show. It's really really good. I've actually got to see your latest one, Chris. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. And uh, yeah, and, and, and Ian at Cheggy to seventeen twelve. But yeah, click like and subscribe, yeah, as they say. Yeah. yeah, three channels there. This one, please hit the like and the subscribe before you go. If you're watching the replay, make sure you do that as well. Certainly, if you haven't subscribed and haven't liked, uh, please add your comments as well. Uh, then Chris's Magic on Wednesdays and Brad's Blue Sofa Songs today, five o'clock. Hit the notification bell on that. You don't have to worry about the time then because you'll be notified. Brilliant channel. And yeah, look forward to the song today. And uh, yeah, just remains for me to say thanks to Ian. Thanks to Brad. Thanks to everybody watching, everybody in the chat. Uh, not thanks to VAR and the officials. They can <laughs> don't do one. Uh, hopefully they've learned their lesson. I doubt it. And hopefully we can get a win over Bournemouth. And then the Marseille game, which is huge. And that will really have change the perspective of how Spurs fans are feeling at the moment. And play attacking football. Go for mm. these teams. And fortune favours the brave. But we'll, we'll be back Monday, 7.30pm UK time. Hopefully talk about uh, 
Bournemouth win and and previewing what is hopefully a return to Champions League knockout stages. So we'll be back on Monday. But make sure you do the likes, subscribes and everything on Let's Talk Tottenham, Chris's Magic, Blue Sofa Songs. And we'll see you on Monday. Come on, you Spurs. Come, Come on, you Spurs. Spurs. Thanks so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live. And it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section on the YouTube videos. For those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at Tottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you can find all the information there. Anyone who wants something a little bit different, also do a magic show. So I do one trick a week, which drops Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Chris's Magic on YouTube is where you'll find that. But in the meantime, come on you Spurs!